بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على شرف الأنبياء والمرسلين محمد رسول الله صلى الله عليه وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم تسليما كثيرا كثيرا فما بعده my brothers and sisters there are two kinds of sins that we sometimes do obviously we should not do any of them but Allah protect us. One is sins against Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's rights, sins in huququllah. The most serious of that is shirk, is to join partners with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in his worship or in seeking help. And uh, kufr, which is to deny Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala or to deny his orders or to deliberately go against his orders, to deny his book. To deny even one word or one line or one ayah in the Quran, uh, all of these, so these are sins against Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, sins against Hukukulibad, against the rights of Allah. The second set of sins are sins against people or sins against the ibad, which is basically all creation, um, meaning people obviously. Um, animals, birds, pets we have, uh, maybe society, environment. Uh, for example, if you uh, say maybe I have a, a factory uh, and uh, which uh, produces uh, part of the process, uh, produces, uh, produces some kind of effluent and instead of uh, disposing it off correctly so that it does not harm me anybody, I just let it out into a a river which is flowing nearby or just into the ground, so I'm polluting the soil, I'm polluting the water. Uh, this would be a crime against society itself. Uh, so these are different kinds of sins. And then of course, since, I, since, since we commit against individuals, so somebody is, uh, you backbite somebody, slander somebody, uh, you obviously, you know, beat up somebody, curse somebody, murder someone. Uh, you um, take away somebody's rights. Uh, and it doesn't matter whether a person knows that the sin has been done or not. For example, you might say, well, how is it, how can I do something to somebody and they don't know? But one of the, uh, one of the things which happens, and Allah revealed Quran about this, is uh, how the rights of orphans are... Uh, are, are uh, transgressed. So, for example, if there is a little orphan, orphan child, uh, maybe the father, uh, when the father died, gave uh, wealth, money, land, property, whatnot, uh, to this individual and said, uh, please take care of this and when my son or daughter comes of age, this should be given to them. The child itself doesn't know. Uh, that this has happened because the child is, may, may have been very small at the time uh, and this person to whom this was given in trust violates the trust and uh, swallows that money and swallows that property swallows that, uh, that the rights of the, of the orphan Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said Fi illa nar. Allah said in their bellies are, is nothing except the fire of Jahannam if you do that so it's something which is very, even though the child may not know, the child may actually, you know, love you and because the child is staying with you, uh, maybe a great friend with you, but that doesn't matter because you have uh, oppressed the child, you have taken away the child's rights. One of the most common things that happens 
may Allah protect us from ourselves among Muslims is the rights of sisters are uh, denied and taken away by the brothers. So, and on top of that, they make, an, they make the excuse, they say, well, you know, um, our father uh, gave you a dowry, uh, jahaz, uh, when, when you got married. So now that's a double crime because jahaz is haram. To ask for jahaz is haram, to give jahaz is haram. No matter how, uh, you know, people have all kinds of uh, devious ways in which, uh, in which they ask. And they say, no, 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 but you know, we never asked. Uh, they gave whatever they wanted to give and the way and the way they uh, to their approach is where the other person feels compelled to give. So please, taking it is haram, giving it is haram. So that one haram you did and then now uh, the second haram is that the brothers say, well, you know, your share was given to you already, uh, which is, of course, completely incorrect. So this is, I'm just giving you some of the examples of what happens. Uh, you might deceive somebody in business, you, uh, somebody might, uh, you know, uh, yeah, may, may have oppressed another person in another way. All of these are sins, are against sins of what we call kolibat, sins against the people. Now, the reason I'm saying all this is because it is very important that before we die, that we settle these accounts. As far as Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is concerned, we, the, usually, uh, of course, obviously you need to um, seek, uh, seek the, the opinions of, uh, of, of, of scholars uh, specific to the sin. But uh, usually uh, making istighfar and tawbah is sufficient uh, for all major sins. Small things, minor sins, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala forgives even without that, even without istighfar and tawbah. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has program given us different kinds of actions which wipe out sins. For example, making budu wipes out sins. Uh, meeting a brother with a smiling face uh, wipes out sins. Going to meet somebody only because that person is a Muslim brother or sister wipes out sins. Uh, feeding people wipes out sins. All kinds of things. Giving, giving uh, you know, food to, um, to for somebody to break their fast wipes out sins. So various kinds of uh, things they wipe our sins off. Um, and when we, but for major sins, uh, which we, are, for example, if you, you know, de deliberately leave Salah, you have committed kufr, you, you have actually left Islam. If you deliberately leave one Salah, you have left Islam. If you die after that without coming back to Islam, then you die without Islam. This is something very serious. People don't seem to, uh, seem to take it seriously, but very, very important. So if that happens, then immediately you make istighfar and tawbah, you ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's forgiveness and you start praying again. So, Alhamdulillah, this is with regard to the rights of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Uh, in some cases, you have to also do a bit more than that. For example, if you uh, suddenly realize that you hadn't paid zakat for so many years, then you calculate that and you make sure that you pay it off. Uh, but with other things, with with sins that uh, concerning people, um, that's a different, uh, uh, different issue. Uh, those things have to be uh, sorted out with the people themselves, uh, failing which Rasulullah said, Allah will not forgive the person until the person forgives the one who transgressed against him.
So specific thing, what has got, has been done wrong must be undone. So if you take away somebody's property, you must give it back to them. If you harmed somebody in some way, that harm must be uh, compensated for, apology must be made and so on. So this is very, very important individually. Who we harmed and who we wronged, that must be taken care of. Uh, if we don't do that, if we die with that and the person has not forgiven us, then on the day of judgment, believe me, believe me my brothers and sisters, nobody is forgiving anybody on that day. What you land up on that day with is there forever and that's not a situation we want to be in. So extremely important to make sure that our accounts are cleared. Now, what people do, these blanket apologies, uh, which they send, across, uh, you know, we get these uh, things uh, where people say, oh, but you know, in case I did something or I did not do something, uh, whether I did something deliberately or I did something without thinking and so on, so on, please forgive me, please understand. Seeking forgiveness is not a game. It's not a joke. If you send a blanket apology like this to all the people on your on your uh, phone list. The reality is that you don't even know to whom you have sent it because most of us have several hundred people. Uh, people have several thousand people. And uh, if you send to all those people, you, it has no meaning whatsoever. You don't even know who you are sending it to. So please don't make something which is so crucially important, something which is a, literally is more than a matter of life and death because this is something which uh, can end up putting us into uh, trouble on a permanent basis. If we die without seeking forgiveness, then believe me, on the day of judgment, that forgiveness is not going to come from that person. So, specifically, think about who you harmed or who you wronged and go and apologize to that person compensate that person, make sure you are right with that person. People who did not harm, you don't have to do anything for them. People who did not do anything wrong to, nothing to be done. But sending a blanket uh, message like this is completely and totally meaningless and it is like a joke and joking with uh, something which is as important as the rights of people and as important as uh, as istighfar and tawbah is this is not permissible. This is not something that you should do. So please, I strongly recommend, please don't do these things. We have these, we, we get these messages, you know, as I said, beginning of Ramadan, end of Ramadan, somebody going on, going for Umrah, Hajj, what not. Please, there's no need for any of that. If you did not do anything to anybody, alhamdulillah, just say to people, please make dua for me, I'm going, khalas, that's more than enough. You make dua for them, they make dua for you, alhamdulillah. If you did something wrong, go and apologize to that person. If you did something and you had no intention of harming anybody and somebody decides to, you know, grab it out of the air and feel bad about it, that's their problem. That you don't owe them anything. You don't owe them any apology. There's no need to apologize. You have, not, you have done them no wrong whatsoever. And if they just take something out of the air and they feel offended, most welcome. Free country, free offended. So, please, don't send these blanket messages. They have absolutely no meaning. Jazakallah khair. Wassalamu alaikum wa rahmatullah.